Hello guys, welcome back to Conti One Tonight with me, Mr. One Piece and Mr. JS. Yes, my neighbor, not your neighbor. Peace be upon you. Okay guys, welcome back eh. For hmm. tonight episode, uh-huh. uh, it's the same as uh, previous episode lah. Uh-huh. Tonight episode will be uh, storytelled by... Will be told. Will, will, will be told. Will by... be told. Sorry ya, my English today Cambridge. not okay. Cambridge. No, no, you Cambridge. <laughs> uh, uh, will be told by Mr. Jess himself. Correct. So, what is the title, Mr. Jess? Leadership Care. Hmm, guys, okay. This, okay. <laughs> I'm sure you guys have heard of this leadership camp before during your school days. Yeah. Yes. I think it's still happening now. I mean, there are schools still organizing leadership camps where you would go to campsites mm. and stay probably uh, maybe two nights alone uh, with the rest of the okay la. um, students lah. Mm. You know, to do some leadership things, mm-hmm. maybe outdoor obstacles, mm-hmm. or as as usual, or naturally, after all that, you probably have night walks mm-hmm. and Campfires. Yes. Okay. That's the summarize of the summary what is. of the what's going on. Yes. Okay. Be told by me. And uh, before that, we listen first, lah. Yes, lah. Welcome back eh? Okay uh, Mr. Jess You want hmm. to start now? Can Let's okay. roll This story was told By a friend of mine His name is Panjang Yes Okay But this is a totally Different story From what he told us In the previous episode Okay This is a different story Something to do With leadership camps When uh, This story Goes way Way back when he was in secondary school, when he was still a teenager. Now he's a father of two. Can you imagine that? Back then, right, if you were to enter an organization or some clubs, CCAs, your CCAs, one of them is, you call this, uh, this CCA is called leadership, something, something. So, he was chosen or he was, he was in that, that club, lah, you know, or CCA. So, um, that club, decided to go to Pulau Ubin for a three-day, two-night camp. Site, no, camp. Yeah. Mm. So, of course, the itinerary is simple. Outdoor uh, outdoor activities, 
um, night walks, uh, campfires. So one of the activities, right? I think it's the second night or probably the first night. I'm not sure. I can't, can't remember. So these uh, participants of the camp, they were supposed to be stationed at different locations and to stay the night there alone. For example, there will be a few, for example, if there's 10 of them, so these 10 will be dispersed and will be placed at different locations of the island or on the island. Okay. So, Panjang got a very special spot, if I would like to call it special, because he was placed at this spot where he was surrounded by tombstones and whatnot. It was at the Chinese cemetery. On that night, all the participants were supposed to spend the night at their uh, spots or location. They were only given a piece of poncho. Or, okay, for the benefit of, of uh, to those who are not sure what a poncho is, a poncho is like a big raincoat. Usually, it's green in color. It's a budget raincoat. <laughs> it's a budget raincoat, yes. So, every participant was given a poncho. Each only. And that's the only thing that was given. No handphones. No pages. No books. No snacks. Just a poncho. To stay the night from midnight till sunrise. So, Panjang was lucky enough. Okay, I call it lucky because... He was, uh, he was stationed, I would say, stationed at a location where he was surrounded by tombstones, big tombstones, and it was a very dark night. There was no other light but the light from the moon. To make things worse, that night, it was raining heavily. Thunderstorm. The one that you could imagine, like, you know, you would hear thunder and lightning at the same time. So, it was pitch dark. You could only see things in front of you if there was a lightning. Sorry, uh, uh, lightning, lightning and thunder. So, thunder and lightning also same. Lah, eh? So, you know, we see flashes of you know, lightning. And you could see the surrounding within one second only. He told me that every time there's lightning, he could see the tombstone in front of him. The big, gigantic Chinese tombstone so it was raining heavily right guys so what Panjang did was he tried to make himself a tent out of the poncho that was given to him for your info Panjang in Malay means long or usually it's a term that we call to people who are tall tall and very tall in fact if you're very tall we call you Panjang okay, so Panjang is very tall the poncho is definitely shorter than him. <laughs> so, nevertheless, he did or he he, make, he made a tent out of it. So, he cuddled himself. Tried his best to stay dry under the makeshift tent which is under the poncho. Lah, you know. That was the only thing that was keeping him dry and sane. He told me that night he didn't think of anything. He was blank he was hungry he was tired in fact he was angry 
that the organizers did not give them any snacks or food or some kind of entertainment to keep themselves busy until sunrise. Can you imagine from midnight till sunrise? What would you do if you are in this position? If you ask me, I would be bored to death because I need my handphone and my social media to keep me occupied. But the only thing that was given to the participants or to Panjang specifically was a poncho, which he made a tent out of it. So he covered himself in the rain, being angry and all that. Guys, I want you to imagine, it was pitch dark, it was raining. Suddenly, out of the blue, there was this person, probably the organizer, came to him without saying a word, in the rain, passing panjang a cup of hot Milo. At that point of time, he was saying inside, he was, there were thoughts running inside his mind, like, saying things like, oh, they are actually had a heart, they had a heart, they actually gave us a cup of hot Milo, at least. Kind enough to give her. Yes, to stand the hunger till sunrise. He was grateful, but he did not utter a single word, or the person that passed him the hot cup of Milo did not even, did not utter a single word. That guy, or whoever that is, passed him the cup of Milo and just left. Panjang was too hungry to say anything, so he was just sipping the hot Milo throughout the night, trying to save, trying to take sips, trying to save or to make him occupied throughout the night till sunrise. So the only thing that accompanied him was the hot cup of Milo. He was grateful. He was grateful. So, moving forward, when the sun rose, when it was morning, finally, the organizers came to all the spots and huddled or called all the participants who were at their spots or their location to go back to base. For example, Okay, Mr. Panjang, yes, it's morning already. Now you can go back to base. Let's go back to base together. So they would go to one spot to another to collect the rest of the participants who were also stationed at different spots in the island. So as they were, as they were doing the debrief, as they were doing the debrief at the base, so Panjang was making small talks to the participants uh, surrounding him. So they all looked pale, hungry, tired, and didn't say a thing because they were too weak. During the debrief, Panjang actually had small talks and asked the person next to him, Eh, guys, uh, you okay now? You hungry? Because last night they passed us a cup of Milo, right? I mean, to at least tahan a bit. Until morning, the person that he spoke to turned around and looked at him funnily or in a weird way, telling him, Milo, hot Milo, a cup of hot Milo, you mean they gave you that? Then Panjang said, yeah, I mean, someone did. I mean, I got a cup of Milo. Uh, you know, it kept me occupied. And because of that, I'm not hungry. Not so hungry lah. That's, that's what he said. 
and they all, all of them were like, what? No, no, they didn't give us, give us any Milo. No, no. Even the guy on his left also nodded and said, no, no, we didn't get any Milo. Then they were, they were probably saying, oh, then you are very lucky that in fact, they actually, they chose you and gave you a cup of Milo instead of us. You were lucky. So, the story ended there and Panjang didn't think of anything. He thought that he was the lucky one to have special treatment, got mm. special treatment from the organizers and got a cup of Milo while the rest didn't. So, weeks passed by. So, they had a small gathering after that. Right? After the camp and all that, it's all done. So, things was back to normal. Things were back to normal and they, they met again for a barbecue. This time, the organizers were... I would say more um, sociable because you know like if you guys go to army right doing your NS or national service the sergeants or the NCAs would give you a cold treatment throughout your during your NS period yes! they will only be kind to you during your POP they, or your passing out parade they will treat you very nice because they scared when you all bantai <laughs> them or whack them outside so that's why they were nice so same here so they had a barbecue, so everybody was sociable. They were having barbecue, having fun. So while they were doing that, so Panjang was like casually talking about the camp. You know, talking about the good times and bad times. So there were the organizer there with him and of course the fellow participants. Lah. So Panjang was saying, hey guys, remember about the Milo thing that I told you guys? So he was, so Panjang was saying, thanking the organizer who was there with him during the barbecue. Hey, thanks uh, guys, by the way, for giving some of us Milo, or at least you gave me a cup of Milo, la, a hot Milo, during the, rainy, during the rainy night, when it was raining heavily that night. Thank you. The organizer actually looked at him and said, Panjang, I swear to God, we, that night, we did not give you or give anyone or any of the other participants a cup of Milo. Because it was raining heavily. Why would we bring cup of Milo's to all of you to drink? Because by the time the Milo reach you, the Milo will become ice Milo. You know, we did not do anything. We did not give Milo to you guys. At that point of time, guys, Panjang was like, what? Like, then who was that? What did I drink? But he did not say to the guys. He was like, ah, I was, you know, he was saying, oh, probably I was hallucinating. It was probably my imagination. He brushed it off. But after that, one of the participants actually talked to him personally. Do you actually got the cup of Milo from something or someone? Then Panjang nodded, yes. Someone actually passed me a hot cup of Milo. Then the fellow participant was telling him, you know what, I don't think what gave you the Milo was a person. And what you drank was probably not a Milo. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, yep, that's the end of story one. Oh my. So, was it a Milo or Ovaltine? Haha. <laughs> <laughs> that part, we can go to the last part of our uh, storytelling. Nah. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, never Mysterious, let's Go on to the second story. Second story, guys. Same thing. Leadership camp. I hate this Same. one. <laughs> Leadership camp. You don't build leaders from organizing this kind of 
camps, guys, for your info. Yes, correct. There's, there's other ways to groom a leader, not from this. This is not a leadership initiative. You know, please stop it. This is pure nonsense. <laughs> this is my personal take. Ah, huh? I I'm against this lah. Okay, anyway, back to the story. This next story is about leadership camp still. Yes, but it happened to another friend of mine who happens to be a girl. Okay, guys, I want you all to imagine. Okay. Do you know? Do you know that there was this plot of land, or a small forested area in front of Ahmad Ibrahim Secondary School, situated or located in Yishun? Okay, if you were to, you know, come over to Yishun and, you know, be at Ahmad Ibrahim Secondary School, if you look across the road, you will see condominiums there about. Three or four development of condominium condo development, which are now, of course, is uh, is a residential area. There's like there's condos there, but before it was a condo. Before it was a condominium. It was a forested area where you could go for your treks or trailing or your walks. So it happened to one of my friends who was in this leadership thing again. But she was not the participant. She was one of the leaders. So her job was to be at certain points to give the ticket to the night walkers. Those who were doing the night walks lah. So every time a a participant or fellow camp uh, participant, when they pass a certain point, they would say something like a quote. They would give a quote to the leaders. For example, Ahmad Ibrahim. Number one zero one reporting, for example, and then the leader would say something like, "Aman Ibrahim one zero one approve," for example, and then he or she or the leader would give them a ticket, like you know how a security guard would clock his uh, walks at night. Mm. Same thing. So they have to collect tokens or tickets to justify their walk that night. They have to collect or complete the course. If you miss one token or ticket. It means that you did not complete the walk. So my friend was one of the leaders stationed at one of the spots, giving the tokens or tickets to the night walkers. So she was stationed at this, I don't know which corner lah, because it was a forested area. So he said the only thing that was with her was a light stick. It was a dark night. There were no lights surrounding her except for the light from the light stick and of course the light from the moon. As he was waiting for the next night walker or participant passing, they're supposed to, you know, reach her and pass the ticket. She actually heard something from her back, like a big, big, gigantic bird flapping its wings. Imagine a big bird, not the big bird from Sesame Street. Eh? <laughs> But a big bird, like I would say, a Garuda, a mystical bird. Uh, in Indonesian beliefs, if you are Indonesian, you would believe all these mystical creatures. A big gigantic bird, flapping its wings, and slowly transforming itself. Smaller, it gets small. It got smaller, smaller, and smaller, and it turned into a goose. Quack quack, quack quack, quack quack. When my friend saw this thing, 
she did not see the actual thing guys remember i told you about the moonlight she could see the shadow of this being from big gigantic bird bigger than you 10 times flapping its wings slowly transforming itself into a goose and that thing actually passed her but she knew at that point of time it wasn't a goose because she saw the whole transformation remember it happened at the back back of her and she saw the shadow of that thing changing from something big to something very small at that point of time she quickly hit a light stick and put it under her buttocks so that it will be in total darkness trying to escape or trying to make sure that that thing behind her did not see her but that thing did pass her by the side side of her but luckily for her it did not change to something else the goose just walked past her and went into the woods okay guys it ended there my question is could that be something mystical or was it just a big big bird or a big goose that become or became small hmm hmm what do you guys think anyway we will be back on our most favorite session elaborate elaboration in a while Terima kasih kerana anda semua masih bersama kami di Kunti 129 bersama Mr. One Piece dan juga Mr. JS ataupun Jiran Sebelah untuk mendengarkan kisah-kisah yang seram ataupun kelakar seram. Jadi, wait for it. Hello guys, welcome back. Yeah. With us. Mm-hmm. Kunti 1 to 9. This is our elaborate elaboration. <laughs> Keep thrill. <laughs> okay. So, let's summarize the story first lah. Mm-hmm. So the first story is that uh, Mr. Panjang mm-hmm. went for leadership camp mm-hmm. at Pulau Ubin. Correct. So, at that night, mm-hmm. he was stationed at one of the spots mm-hmm. where uh, the cemetery was. of, uh, Chinese cemetery was lah. Mm-hmm. So, the night was raining heavily with thunderstorms mm-hmm. and uh, the organizers or whatever lah, the leadership, the camp leaders, lah, the camp leaders give only ponchos yeah they were given a poncho each so he used the poncho and try to make a tent or a shelter lah for him to prevent for him to from getting wet getting wet more and more more and more lah yeah actually it's pointless lah so ah uh, yeah lah pointless lah mm-hmm. so he tried to make himself warm lah by hugging himself yeah 
he was sitting then he was about to uh, uh, apa tu baring eh lie down lie down yeah. uh, was about to lie down then out of nowhere there is a someone mm-hmm. went there and passed him a cup of hot milo mm. so after that uh, he was uh, he feel uh, wow, so good uh, this uh, camp uh, this camp leaders uh, uh, at least give Uh, hot Milo lah mm. So after that In the morning uh, They all gather At their base And Everybody uh, He saw Everybody Looks so pale In the morning lah In the morning lah Pale mm. Hungry Like half dead mm, Yeah Then after that uh, He op- uh, He Opens his mouth lah He mm. tells uh, Whoever Surrounds him lah eh, uh, Yesterday night ah, Wah so good ah, They give hot Milo ah. Then apparently the next to him say, "Huh, got Milo? Where got? Why never get? Eh, you get hot Milo ah? Then he say, "Yeah lah, uh, so good lah." Then the the other side of him say, mm. "Eh, you get hot Milo? So good lah. Mm. Eh, we never get eh." Mm. Oh, then he the story ends there. Mm-hmm. Few weeks later, the the leader, the camp organizer lah. Mm-hmm. Uh, organize some barbecue Then they meet up Few weeks later Then uh, Blah 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 Then he opens His mouth and say Eh thank you ah uh, For giving me The hot milo During the uh, Night camp lah mm-hmm. Leadership camp Then they organize Say uh, I swear to God We never give Anybody Hot milo Ah, uh, You guys think lah mm-hmm. That part lah <laughs> If the organizer swear to God already, mm. never give anybody hot Milo or never give to Mr. Panjang the hot Milo. So, who the one or someone that give him the hot Milo? But, remember this guy, uh, remember this guy, that someone give him a cup of hot Milo. But everybody never get. The organizer say, nobody give anybody hot Milo. So, what the heck? Does he drink from that cup? The thing is, the hot Milo was so hot. It's like imagine a vending machine next to you, where mm. you put, you slot your coin in, and you select the hot Milo. Is that kind of hot? Yes. Like as if there's a vending machine next to you, but like I told you before, it was a cemetery. Yes. And it was in the middle of jungle. And it was raining heavily. <laughs> <laughs> They. There's no such thing as a vending machine next to you. It's not possible, lah. Uh. Even if you were to bring the hot Milo from the base, yes. By the time you reach there, the hot Milo won't be hot anymore. Yes. It will be cold. Even if you were to cover it, it will be cold because the base is very far. It's not like you know, like hundred meters or two hundred meters. No, it's really, really, really far. Impossible. Impossible. It's really impossible. So my question is. Was Mr. Panjang hallucinating or imagining things? Or was it really someone or something did actually give him a cup of hot Milo? Because he really tasted it. Yes. And he said it is hot Milo. It was, yeah, it was a hot, it was hot Milo. But in reality part, if let's say we think in a mystical way, mm-hmm. if really that someone is not a person mm-hmm. or that drink was not even a hot Milo, mm-hmm. what? Did he drink? Mm, it's warm. 
It's warm guys <laughs> So you guys Think for yourself lah uh. We don't need to think for you lah eh? <laughs> mm, It's warm eh uh, It's uh. warm ah. Uh. Uh, some more <laughs> he, uh, Makes him Less hungry lah uh. <laughs> uh, Think lah <laughs> mm. Okay I think my part For that I think there lah uh, Full stop at That point That point lah Yeah So I go to the second story mm. Okay, for the second story, actually, uh, we came out with one of uh, episodes but in a Malay language lah. It's called Jadi Jadidian or English is uh, Transform. <laughs> transform, Transformation. <laughs> ah, transform, Transform, Transformation. Because, okay, that story eh, the Mr. J's friend, uh, a lady friend, mm-hmm. uh, was sitting at one of the point. He was a... Uh... He was one of the camp leaders. Yeah. She was one of the camp leaders. Yeah, leadership camp lah. Yeah. Eh. Well, whatever lah. Eh. So, he was, she was sitting, standing or sitting? Standing. Squatting lah, squatting. Squatting lah. So, at the back of her was a bright light of moonlight The moon was lah. shining from the back. Yeah, so her. she can see her shadow. Yes. After that, for a while, she heard a loud, uh, a sound of wing lah. Gushing. Flapping. Flapping, Flapping. wing. Yes. After that, from a big thing, Transform into small, 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 small. Then become a goose or duck. Mm. So, what we believe mm-hmm. is that this thing, when you heard in the middle of the night, quacking or ghosting around, <laughs> it, it's probably not an animal. Mm. Because what we believe mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. the original transformation of that thing is actually a cup pee. <laughs> yeah, cup pee. Yes. You guys should know lah cup pee. Mm. Who lah? Uh, I think people know already lah. Mm-hmm. Our synonym ah. Uh, acronym. Acronym of mm-hmm. that thing lah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because at our previous previous episode the jadi jadian ah. The cup pee uh, a bird Eh, a cup pee change to a bird Or mm. the bird change to a cup pee That's all Yeah So, quacking quacking sound Is a telltale signs of this thing mm. Anywhere lah mm-hmm. uh, Unless you're in the zoo lah Yeah Eh, zoo pro- Zoo cannot say lah uh-huh. Zoo A lot of animal So But from what I understand also Goose or ducks or birds are in general In general, right Except for owls They sleep at night Yes They they don't swim around Or run around uh, Some more That place No lake what? Yeah There's uh, no lake L-A-K-E Lake uh, yeah. There's no uh, Whatever There's Imagine no pond Imagine guys In front of Ahmad Ibrahim Secondary School In Yishun Opposite that school It was A forested area Yes Yeah But now It's a condominium Yes So <clears throat> We confirm that that is not a original Goose. animal. <laughs> it's uh, a fake, ah. Uh. It's a fake animal. Ah, uh, fake, fake animal, ah. Uh. So mm. understand this, too, lah. Uh. Mm-hmm. We already explained to you why is it. So lucky for her mm-hmm. that the thing doesn't transform back to its original form. Yeah. If not, she will be possessed. Yes, alone, some more. Mm-hmm. Are you? I think they should scrap this. I say already, I don't like this stupid night walk thing. I think it's stupid. It is lah. I don't know what they're trying to prove. It is. Uh, there is no point of it. There's no 
you if you want to you know test your leadership skills or attribute this is not the way yes yeah not the doesn't way. mean that you can walk alone at night without any lights or you know if any if you know your night walks it doesn't determine your you as a person yes if you want to be a leader then you go for leadership courses like you know like how to do accounting or how to do how to run a business yes or how to be a good manager how to take care of director, a group how to take people. care of a group of people yeah that's that's more like it not a walk at night yeah not say that stupid stop it <laughs> lah guys the thing is about this night walk or leadership camp ah, it's been running for years years lah I don't know who studied here. Yeah lah. Whose idea was it? Unless you are uh, an army. Uh, If you are in army, it's different. You are a ranger. Yes. You want to earn that ranger badge. Wah. Tell you a uh, salute. Yeah. Because, Because uh, you are in the army. You are in the jungle. You yeah. have to know. You have to survive. Yes. You have to use your survival skill. Yeah, that makes sense. Because you are yes. an army official. Yes. I think for like few days or and nights. Uh, yeah. Alone. To survive. Okay, if this story is from an an army personnel, I understand. Yes. Okay, whatever leadership shit you want to do, mm. you do lah because you are in the army. But this is just students trying to be yes. leaders. That's the point of it. Yes, that's why Mr. JS is angry. Uh. <laughs> hey, Stop it. Just scrap it. Scrap. Uh, I think we should do a poll voting. Yeah, maybe lah. <laughs> Uh, you got anything more to add on, Mr. Jess? Uh, no, I've said it myself. Uh, I just, I'm just against leadership camps or night walks. Hmm. Whoever, if any one of you listeners out there who are leadership leaders or um, camp organizers, stop the night walk lah. Yeah. I, I, I agree lah. Hmm. Uh, we're not against you, but we're against the... The idea of it. Yes. <laughs> True, true. Uh, anything more to add on? Nope. No. No, huh? Okay, guys. Let's call it a night lah. Eh? Yes. So, uh, lots of love from us. Koti129. Mr. One Piece and... Mr. JS in the house. Yes, Mr. JS. Always Mr. JS. My neighbor. Not yeah. your neighbor. Hashtag. Hashtag. Lots of love from us. Sweet dreams. Peace be, be upon, upon you. Tidak, kita janji kita tidak akan memberontak.